Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, your friend at homeschool.com and homeschool mom of six. Join us as we keep it real and chat about the ups and downs of this amazing adventure we call the homeschool life. So grab a cup of your warm favorite and a comfy chair and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to homeschool.com's Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. We're on episode 38, and today we are talking about character training. As a mother of six children myself, I really appreciate how important it is to instill good character traits in our children, especially when they are young. And that's why I am so excited to have Kathy Morrissey joining us today to talk about some practical ways to go about character training in our homes and obviously our homeschool. So welcome, Kathy. Thank you, Jamie. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So Kathy is joining us from Michigan today, and she is the owner and founder of the Character Corner, which is a website that encourages parents to be purposeful about raising children with strong character. Kathy Morrissey is the mother of eight children and wife to Alan for 42 years and a veteran homeschooling mom of 31 years. Kathy is a popular speaker at homeschool conventions and support groups, as well as at ladies retreats. And she is also the author of two popular character training curriculums and several other books written to encourage parents and help them parent with purpose. So we are so excited to hear what Kathy has to share with us today, which by the way, this is just kind of a little humorous side note. I'm also married to an Alan. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Our husband shared the same name. Right. As fellow work at home homeschooling mamas, I'm always interested in how other moms got started in their life's work or their ministry. And so, Kathy, can you tell us your story and how the Character Corner got started? Yes. Way back when our oldest daughter was just a toddler, I heard about this weird thing called homeschooling. <laughs> and my mom, I was talking to my mom one day when I was visiting, and she was telling me how she'd heard about these people. She was listening to James Dobson. He was talking about these families that don't send their kids to school. They teach them at home. And I remember saying to her, oh, I could never do that. You know, that I'm just, I wouldn't be able to do that. And of course, you know how God works. It's kind of funny. And soon after that, books started kind of getting circulated around at our church by Raymond and Dorothy Moore. And I was reading some of those books about the values of um, the value of teaching your kids at home. And my husband and I talked about this and decided this would be something we really wanted to try with our kids. So we decided to homeschool our, our oldest daughter, who at the time was ready to go to kindergarten when we decided to do this. And we, of course, because I felt like I didn't know anything about it or how to do it, we went to a homeschool conference and I heard a speaker there talk about character training. And it just struck a chord with my husband and I, and we realized that the most important thing we could do in parenting wasn't to teach them academics, but to help them develop good, strong character. Because character is what makes our kids successful in life. So um, I started speaking on character training just at church activities at my church, 
And then I started getting asked to speak at local groups. And then I started traveling and speaking at homeschool conferences. And I would bring and share resources that helped our family. And then as the kids got older, I started to develop some of my own character training resources. And those were kind of based on what I found were missing over the years of teaching my kids. I, I realized there wasn't a lot out there to help parents teach the younger kids character training in a way that was fun and engaging and yet applicable. So when I finally had time after most of the kids were out of the house and um, I only had a couple in high school, I began to do that. And then I started writing more books about parenting, just things that I speak on at conferences. So um, it's just my passion. So it's something I love writing about and speaking about. Oh, thanks for sharing that with us, Kathy. I love to hear um, how people get started on their life's journey. And it usually comes from a personal uh, conviction or a belief. And obviously, again, in your story, I see that. That's amazing. And this whole idea of character training, it's, it's so important. It's so vital to parenting and to raising children. I know, you know, we've talked about uh, I've talked with a lot of different people at different homeschool conventions. And one thing that I've found is a common thread that it's not just Christians. Um, although character training is often based on some biblical principles found in the book of Proverbs, which is the book of wisdom. Um, but it's, it's for all parents. It's for Catholics it's secular parenting um, because it's just a fundamental teaching of our children and fundamental um, you could even call it good citizenship if you if you will if you didn't like you know the character training aspect but it's so important because it's just fundamental don't don't you agree <laughs> oh absolutely I believe that character training is the most important thing that we can do to prepare mm. our children for life and that applies to all parents across the board because it lays the foundation for academic success and then success as adults. Um, kids learn better when they're obedient, when they learn to be attentive or diligent, things like that. And then all of those things will help them when they have good character and they're adults, they'll be able to learn and apply themselves to do whatever it is that they're doing then for their career or as a parent, if they go on as a homemaker, that foundation of character will absolutely help them be more successful. I agree. So I'm going to point at myself today as a mom of six, mine are getting a little bit older, but I still have a few younger ones. Like my youngest is 13. She's in eighth grade, but I find myself still, even at this age, trying to teach them good character, trying to instill those principles in their lives. Some days it you know, it really isn't easy. Even this morning, we were having some time first off this morning, just going over how our attitudes affect us and, and how we, we work with each other. It's so important. And so character training isn't just for young children, is it? Right. That's so true. And I actually tell parents and encourage them to remember that character training is a process. It's not like some school subjects that the kids only do one year of, like let's say government or you know some courses that they only have to do once. Um, character training is an ongoing process and 
we start when our kids are young or if we don't know about it and we start when they're older. Wherever we start, we keep on and on and on. And I always joke, but it's true. That's why God gave us our kids for at least 18 years. It takes that long. And some kids need a little bit longer. And I remember um, after speaking several years about character training, still being discouraged sometimes. And especially it seemed, like you said, today you had a problem. Um, it seemed like before I was going to a conference to talk about character training, my kids would just be really bad that week. And I would turn to my husband in tears before I was leaving and say to him, you know, how can I go and talk to these parents about building character in their children when our kids have none? And he would always remind me, Kathy, it's a process. You can't expect it to happen overnight or even over a few years. You have to keep on teaching and training and reminding and working with them. So it's important to realize that it doesn't stop at a certain age. You just keep on, keep going. Right, right. And that's so encouraging because, you know, like you mentioned, how, how discouraging some days are when, you know, we, we don't see the fruits of our labors. <laughs> Instead, right. we see maybe no fruit or some ugly fruit. <laughs> yep. um, so it, it can be so discouraging. And so that's what you said is, is encouraging to me to know that you've walked that path before. You know, we could, we could chit chat about a lot of things, but I really want you to go ahead and share your heart about the meat of character training so that you can give our homeschooling and loving it listeners some really practical takeaways for today. Maybe even encouragement like you've already given me. Um, I think first I want to start with some of the ways that our kids learn character because I think it's important to know that we want them to learn character. So we need to know, okay, how does that happen? And there's three things that I always mention. I think these are the three main ways that our kids' character is formed or shaped or how we train them. And the first one is by example or social exposure. Our kids' character is being shaped every day by everything that goes on around them, whether it's in the home with their siblings, how their parents handle things, what their parents do, what they allow and don't allow, or by the friends that they spend time with. That will also shape their values and their you know, build their character, train their character in a positive or negative way. Um, the people that they spend time with definitely have an influence that will affect that. And I also encourage parents to think about the fact that even what our kids read, um, I'm really big into the importance of being careful that your kids are reading good, solid books that are character building. There's so many books out there today that just don't point our kids in the right direction. And honestly, our kids don't need any of that. Like I can think of some books when my kids were young. Um, sometimes I would have friends suggest books to me. They knew my kids loved to read and I was always looking for good books. And I remember one time a lady said, oh, you should get this, this set for your kids. My girls love them. And I looked through the first book in the series and I realized right away, while the storyline might've been good, Woven in was the philosophy kind of, you know, where the kids were disrespectful to their parents and they didn't get along with their siblings. And that was just, you know, thought of as a normal thing. Right. Well, my kids already struggled with that. We were help, trying to help them to be respectful. We were trying to help them to be kind and get along with their siblings. So I thought they don't need to read books with that philosophy. So it's important just to think what is it that's, you know, influencing their mind and their thinking and what will that do to their character. So our example as parents, as well as the other things they're exposed to is one way that they learn character. Another way is through discipline. And I love to talk about this because um, we all have those days when our kids are just having a bad day and they're, you know, being ornery, difficult, 
challenging, whatever word you want to use. And we, we just get frustrated, you know, after a few times of having to stop whatever we're doing to go and correct or train that child that's showing the wrong behavior or attitudes or using the wrong words, we get frustrated. I know in my homeschooling days, there would be times when I might be sitting working with one of the younger kids and I have to stop what I'm doing to go and correct one of the other kids in the other room. And at first I'm just okay with it. And I tell the child I'm with, okay, I'll be back in a minute. And I go and take care of the situation, come back, start back up. And I'm okay with that for the first couple of times. But by the third or fourth time, I would find myself kind of just slamming my books down in frustration and thinking in my mind, how am I ever going to get anything done when I always have to stop and correct and train these kids? They keep interrupting what I'm trying to do. And at that very moment, God spoke to my heart and said, this is not an interruption. This is an opportunity. When your kids show that wrong behavior or those wrong attitudes or actions, it's an opportunity that we have to point them to God's word and to show them what godly character traits they should be working on and to address the issue there that's going on rather than just yelling at them to stop it or, you know, don't do that or however we respond. It's an opportunity to train them in the proper character and the positive character traits that we're looking for. So I would encourage parents, don't get frustrated. And I know that's very easy to let it happen, especially on those days if you have a difficult child, you have many opportunities a day to train them. But if you look at it that way, then it really will help your outlook to be more positive and you'll handle it more calmly and discipline and training will become a positive thing. And then, of course, the third way that our kids learn character is through positive, constructive teaching. You need to have a plan. To fail to plan is to plan to fail. That's a common quote that you probably heard, but it's true with character training. If you don't plan on how you're going to teach your kids character, it probably won't happen. I know there's a lot of parents who think, yeah, I, I think character training is very important. I really want my kids to have good, strong character and be successful, but they don't do anything about it. And they think, well, you know, because my husband and I have good character, the kids will pick it up. Unfortunately, that's not true. They might pick up some of it because of the fact that they learned from example. But we have to have a plan to teach them. So I want to just share a few ideas, some thoughts that will help you if you want to get started in training your kids in character. One of the first things I always get asked is, where do I start? You know, I look at my kids and I think they need all, all these character traits they struggle with. Where do I start? Um, I would encourage you to think about what's frustrating you the most in your kids' behavior. And usually that goes back to a character trait. Like if they're, um, if you have to tell them to do the same thing over and over because they're not listening, start on obedience or maybe attentiveness. Whatever it is that's frustrating you usually goes back to the need for character training in that area. So Figure out what that is and then choose that trait, whatever trait it is that you need to focus on. And then number two, I would encourage you to focus on that character trait for a week or two or even a month, depending on the ages of your kids and how much they're absorbing or how much they need. And then number three is really important. As you're teaching that trait to your children, pray that you'll exemplify that in your own life. It's so important that we practice what we teach. For example, if we are teaching our children the importance of honesty, speaking the truth and being honest with our words. Um, we cannot let them hear us being dishonest. And an example that's very common that comes to my mind is when our kids were younger and, you know, we had eight kids. Sometimes we would take them out to eat at places, maybe like a buffet, where you paid by their ages. And it would be very tempting to say, you know, to tell our six-year-old, hey, just say you're five, because it would save us two bucks. 
But my husband and I, right away, we said, no, that's dishonest. But I also realized, you know, it's tempting to do that, but that's teaching your children something different than what you are actually telling them. So if you're telling them to be honest, you need to be honest. If you're teaching them the, the importance of kindness, they need to see you being kind and so on. So ask God to help you exemplify that trait. And I also want to say here that it's important not to skip the traits that you struggle with in your own life. Um, I know in my character curriculum, sometimes I'll have people standing at my book at my booth flipping through the book and then they're saying, oh my goodness, when I get to this trait, I'm just going to have to skip it because I'm really bad in this area. And I laugh with them because I remember thinking that myself. Yes. But I realized one day that if I skipped those traits that I struggled with, I was just passing on my character flaws or weaknesses to my children. And probably the reason I struggled in those areas were because my parents did. So they never really worked with me on that. So um, work on that along with them. We would tell our kids, hey, we're starting this trait this week. And let me just tell you right now, mom and dad are working on this one right along with you or mom or dad. Um, I was never taught this as a child. And so I'm going to work on this with you. I want you to encourage me and I'm going to encourage you and we'll work together. And that actually encourages your children to see that mom and dad are also still struggling sometimes and still growing. So ask, you know, ask God to help you exemplify it, but then be willing to submit to his training and grow right along with your children. Number four, correct consistently. It's important once you start teaching your children what certain character traits look like in everyday life and they know how to apply it, then when you see them not showing that trait in a positive way, but rather you see the negative, it's important to address it and take them back to what they know, what you've taught them, and remind them and give them another chance. I always go back to the example of obedience. Um, when we first start teaching our children to obey, you know, we tell them what our ex expectations are. We tell them, you know, when I tell you something to do, I want, I want you to say and look at me and just say, yes, ma'am, or yes, mom, if that's what you prefer. That way they're acknowledging that they heard me and they're also being respectful about it. Now, we told them, you know, you're not allowed to argue or complain. That's not being obedient because you're having a bad attitude and part of obedience is doing it with a happy spirit. So when our kids were younger, we would work with them and if we told them to do something and they would respond with, ah, oh, I don't want to, or do I have to, can't so-and-so do it? You know, any of those answers our kids like to give. Right. I would just stop them and say, wait a minute, let's try that again. And I would give them another chance to say it the right way. Many times our kids just need that reminder. That goes back to the whole thing of it not happening overnight. Sometimes our kids will do real well in obedience. And then three months later, I realize, wow, we need to do this again. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of reminding. And a funny story about that. I used to keep my granddaughter when she was younger. She's in school now, but I kept her half a day every day. And when she was at that stage of obedience, I was telling her, you know, when grandma tells you to do something, you need to say, yes, grandma, and you need to do it right away with a good attitude. And um, she was doing pretty good on that, but I wasn't sure that she quite got it like I wanted her to. But one day I realized she really had caught on because I was standing at the kitchen sink. I think I was just rinsing a dish off. And she came in and said, grandma, come here. I want to show you something. And I said, okay, just a minute. Let me finish this. And she put her little hand on her hip and said, let's try that again. And it made me laugh because she knew that's how you're supposed to respond. And she thought, you know, I should be doing it for her as well. <laughs> so correct consistently and don't let those things go. Sometimes I think we see a little bit of disobedience or a little bit of a bad attitude or just a little bit of unkindness towards siblings. And we don't want to deal with it because we're busy or we're preoccupied or sometimes we just think, 
you know, it's just a little thing. I'm going to let it go. Think of it from the aspect of gardening. Anyone who knows anything about gardening knows that when you go out to pull weeds in your garden, you don't just pull the big weeds. You pull all the weeds because you know if you leave those smaller weeds, they're not going to go away. When you come back the next time, they're going to be bigger and the roots will be deeper in the ground so they're harder to get out. It's the same way when we let those so-called little things go in our kids' character or behavior. The roots get deeper in their heart, and then it's harder to root it out. So strive to be consistent and you know, address those issues each time you see them. And I will admit that that's probably one of the hardest things about parenting is to be consistent. It's easy to get distracted or tired. Sometimes you just slack off without even realizing it. So strive to be consistent because that will help your kids then to develop character consistently. You don't want them to just be obedient one day, but then you don't expect it the next. Number five, measure and check progress. I think it's important for you to see that your kids are making progress because like we talked about, it's easy to get discouraged on the bad days, but also your kids like to see that they're making progress. Kids love charts. Um, I have character charts you can get on my website for free to download and use with your kids. We use these with our kids for years and they love them. They were good for two reasons. One, I actually developed these because I realized that I wanted so much for my children that I always was very quick to notice the wrong behavior or the negative character. But often when my kids would make little efforts to do better in an area, I would, I would overlook that. I might even notice, but I wouldn't say anything about it. But I was so quick to comment on that negative behavior. So I wanted something to help me look for positive in my children and look for opportunities to encourage them. So we developed these charts and we put traits down the side that we'd already taught them. And when I saw them showing one of these traits, I'd give them a little tally mark. And then we would have a contest and there'd be a winner. And it really motivated the kids to try to show good character. It helped me to encourage them. And when I did that, often other kids would move and scatter around trying to do something to show good character because I noticed it was just encouraging to them and a reminder to them, oh yeah, I should be trying to do better in this area. And so it's actually an encouragement to me to look for the good, but it also encourages your children to try. So it's important to have a way to measure and check progress. And like I said, you can get those charts on my website. Number six, encourage often. This is so important. I believe that positive encouragement goes so much farther than negative correction, but it's so much easier to go with the negative. It's so much easier to yell when you see the bad or to get angry or frustrated or to just even say to them, oh, you're having a bad attitude. But like I said, we fail to encourage often. Oh, wow. I know how hard it is for you to do that, but you didn't complain and you did it right away with a good attitude. I love your obedience. So we need to look for those opportunities and encourage our children often. There needs to be way, way more of the encouraging words than there are of the negative ones. Number seven, and we've already talked about this, so I won't really go into detail on it, is don't expect everything at once. Just keep telling yourself, this is not going to change overnight. Um, we have many years to train our children in character, and we need to keep on. And once they are doing really well in some areas of character, there's going to be more that we need to work on. So it's an ongoing process. Some practical examples or ideas, things we did with our kids when they were young and even in their teen years, I already mentioned the character charts. I think that's a very simple, fun way to focus on training them in character. Number two, um, this is something that all parents should do, is teach your kids responsibility through chores in the home. Um, we do our kids and their future mates a great disservice when we do not require them to help 
run the home, like the cleaning and the um, cooking, all of the parts, everything that goes into running a home, your kids should be part of, they shouldn't be responsible for certain things daily. And that's helping them develop character, the character trait of responsibility by giving them chores and then giving them expectations for those, like when you expect them to do it, how, and so on, and then following up on that. Another way that our kids learn character is through daily interaction in the home. Every day we have just informal opportunities to teach our children character traits such as peacemaker. Um, if you have more than one child in your home, you probably have those opportunities that I'm talking about where your kids are squabbling and you can talk to them about being a peacemaker and how to handle conflict in a biblical way. And teaching them to be a peacemaker is something that will help them in life. It's gonna help them in their marriage and in their workplace and just in different situations wherever they have to deal with people. So it's not just in the home, this is preparing them for life. Kindness, um, if you have more than one child, you can especially do this daily by encouraging them to be kind to each other. Like if you're younger, if your little brother or sister needs a drink, get them a drink. If you're playing with something and they ask nicely, can I play with it? Take turns, be kind and share. And then if you have one of those, what I call difficult children, um, the one that's a little bit more challenging than most kids and might take a little more time and energy than all your other kids put together, that's my difficult yes. child, um, <laughs> you have opportunities every day to practice self-control. Isn't that true? Yes. I remember with um, my one son who was just a difficult, um, just his personality, he was like what I call the prickly child he was disagreeable. Like if his sibling said something, he would disagree just to disagree. Right. Even if they weren't wrong, he would somehow manage to, you know, try to make them think they were wrong. And he was just hard to, hard to get along with and um, very challenging to me and the siblings. And so I would encourage the siblings, you know, to be a peacemaker with him, love him even when he's hard to love, be kind, have self-control. And there was one day in particular that stands out in my mind when I was up in, upstairs in the kitchen working with some of the kids and my oldest son came upstairs just almost like shaking with frustration. And he goes, mom, I had to just come up here. He was driving me crazy. He had been down in the basement with his brother who was difficult to get along with. And um, I said, well, you know, sit down. Let's talk about this for a minute. And I told him, first of all, I said, well, you did the right thing by leaving, you know, before you said or did something you shouldn't, you walked away from that situation. So that was very good. But then I went on to tell him that God gave him that brother just the way that he was to help him develop certain character traits. But I said, you know, God put the siblings in our family that he did for all of us to develop traits that we need. And I know as a mom, each of my kids help, you know, me have to grow in certain character traits like self-control for this difficult child, patience, anger, some of those. And I told him, I said, you know, I don't know what God has for you in the future, but God gave you the siblings he did to help you develop character traits to help you in your future work or God's you know, future plan for you. And then I just randomly said, you know, maybe God's going to call you into the ministry. And when you're in the ministry, there's always at least one person. It's just hard to get along with. You, you know, you, they can't be pleased. They're going to always find something to complain about. I said, so, you know, maybe having to deal with a brother that's like that is going to help you in your future in that way. And the interesting thing about that is that God did indeed call him into the ministry. And he's a missionary now in the Philippines. And his the skills that he learned from having to deal with and be a peacemaker with that difficult brother have helped him so much in ministry and dealing with people. Just God's been able to use him so much more because of that. So um, realize the importance of daily interaction. That is training character 
in your children, whether you realize it or not, it's happening. And then, of course, I think it's important to have daily lessons where you teach your kids what, you know, different character traits, what they mean. We would always give our kids a Bible verse and then examples of how they could apply that to their life in everyday living. You know, how do we make this applicable? And our kids need that. You can't just tell them, oh, you need to be kind. You need to be obedient. Give them practical examples and let them know exactly what that means and then work on it through some different ideas. So those are just some thoughts that will kind of help you get started with teaching your kids character. Wow. Wow. This was great. I really appreciate all this. And, you know, as you were speaking, um, obviously I'm, I'm typical parent. I, I was right there thinking, oh, exemplifying these character traits. That is difficult because every day we're, we're, challenged in some way as parents right. yep. <laughs> when it comes to this. And so our being an example is definitely not an easy task. Um, right. And then the consistency, mm-hmm. that is, it's always difficult because, right. you know, it's like our children know when moms finally sat down after a long, hard day, <laughs> the truth. Just put her feet up and then it's going to get, you know, there's going to be something they're going to get into an argument. You know, it's funny that you're saying that because sometimes I tell this story when I talk about being consistent. I remember a day when I, um, it had been one of those days, just a long day. And I finally went and sat down in the recliner and, you know, kicked back, put my feet up and kind of just sighed and relaxed. I'm like, oh, finally. And just a second after that, I looked and out of the corner of my eye, I noticed that one of my kids had smacked the other one. And I literally had this conversation in my mind. I'm so tired. I don't want to get up and deal with this. And then, you know, still talking to myself, (laughs) not with the right thoughts. I said, no, she didn't cry when he hit her. So it must not have been that big of a deal. I'm just going to let it go. (laughs) And then I realized you can't do that it was still wrong. And whether you're tired or not, you need to get up and deal with it. But yes, that temptation is very real. And our kids do seem to choose the worst times just when we're busy or tired and we just got comfortable. Right. And then we have to, oh, ask for strength. Oh, please help me. (laughs) The right attitude, even though I'm not wanting to. Right. Yep. But I also really appreciated the reminder to look for the positive because I do. I find myself guilty of that. You know, you're homeschooling every day. Um, Some of us as mamas are working and homeschooling. It's like nose to the grind. You're in the thick of things and you just tend to see where the bad blips, you know, where they've jumped out of where, you you know, not doing their work or having the bad attitude. And so those things just stand out. Right. And we find ourselves not seeing the good that they're doing or, you know, those character traits that we've been trying to instill in them, they're actually coming to fruition and we just seem to let those slip by. So that was such a good reminder to look for the positive and then not just find it, but take it that next step and encourage them right in those, in those positive things that they're showing. So I really appreciate it. Good stuff. So before we wrap up this podcast today, Kathy, do you have any uh, last words of encouragement for our listeners? Well, my encouragement would be to just get excited about raising kids with godly character, because that's really the most important thing you can do for your kids. And it's the most important fruit that you can nurture in them. So get excited, catch a vision for raising a generation of young people with good, strong character and get started right away. Choose a trait 
and start teaching it. Don't wait. And if you need help, you can download four weeks of free character lessons to help you get started. The link for that, it's very simple, thecharactercorner.com forward slash character lessons. And those are lessons you can just open and teach and your kids will enjoy them. They're from my uh, preschool and elementary character curriculum. So that will get you started. And I think once you get started, you and your kids are going to see this is fun and it's making a difference. So grab something and get started. You can also go to my site, thecharactercorner.com. And if you go to the store, I have a big bundle of character training resources. I think the charts are included in that bundle and a few other goodies, character certificates, and I don't remember what else, but that's also a good way just to help you get started. Perfect. I will include that link that Kathy just shared with us in the show notes for this podcast. But Kathy, I really enjoyed getting to know you, really enjoyed talking about character with you, just hearing all of these good reminders, as well as uh, words of encouragement. So I appreciate you joining us. I wish you all the best and keep on teaching homeschool mamas about character. Well, thanks for having me. I always love talking about character training. So I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. As we wrap up this podcast, I'd also like to mention our sponsor, Time for Learning. We thank Time for Learning for helping make this podcast possible. And I just want to say I have used Time for Learning in my homeschool for years. Why? Because it's an easy all-in-one curriculum solution that offers parents tools like reporting and grading and engaging lessons for the kids and access 24-7. Basically, if you've got internet, you can use this curriculum. And this month, just for our Homeschooling and Loving It podcast listeners, first-time users can get their second month free with the promo code HSLI. That stands for homeschooling and loving it, just to help you remember, but it's H-S-L-I. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in this week. You are the reason why we are here, and we are dedicated to helping you find inspiration for your homeschool journey. So if you have any suggestions, to email me at jamie.gaddy at homeschool.com. And don't forget to join us on Thursdays for our newest podcast, which this week will be an interview with family togetherness expert and author Celeste Orr. So until next time, as we homeschool together, I wish you grace and joy. Jamie.